Welcome to Idle Talk. Here. Today, we got an episode on deck where we talk about the Oscars, the Grammys, and just the state of media. Media. Yeah. Media yeah. throughout this pandemic. Yeah. And Fernandez. afterwards, Valdez the Don. So, what you want to talk about? First of all, the Oscars had a very, very weak showing. Yeah. I, the record. You watched it? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. Uh, the viewing, I saw in an article, and yeah. a lot of other people have, you know, stated it, um, was less than 10 million people. Was less than 10 million people that viewed, and it was even less than 5 million people who viewed from beginning to end. Less than 5 million people who watched the Oscars from beginning to end. What are that, your thoughts on that? That is just... That is just showing how much people don't give a fuck about the Oscars anymore <laughs> because people don't give a fuck about these fake-ass uh, acceptance speech, these quote-unquote critics only being able to vote on whether a movie is like influential or impactful. It's like this critic can't speak on the masses and these critics haven't correctly speak spoken on behalf of the masses for majority of the time that they've like nominated and awarded mm-hmm. actors and movies for best role or whatever. It's literally the Oscars. You think what, it's losing its, its connection to the, I think viewers? it's losing its just its value. Like mm-hmm. an Oscar winner. Cool. But like an Oscar winner nowadays is just like, I, can, you think I can't it's whatever even, you think. Whoever pays the most money for the award gets it. Basically. Mm-hmm. And I also think it's like, I don't watch a movie and think, that's an Oscar winner. Like, that isn't... That <laughs> that's isn't, how people used to think. Though. That's how people used yeah. to think. But, like, now, I'm just like, that's it's an actor. a dope-ass movie. <laughs> I mean, it's like... a good-ass actor. Like, I, yeah, I don't think about, are they an Oscar winner? If there's an Oscar winner in the movie... You think it, it has gonna, no value in today's world. No value because, like you said, the internet can make someone blow up. Yeah. And someone who... A Webby is more important than an Oscar. Huh? A Webby is more important. It's than getting Oscar. up there. It's getting up a there. A Kids Choice Award. Like, <laughs> no, like literally, no, no, Kids no, Choice Award. up there. <laughs> Feel more value. You get a cool Nickelodeon blimp. You get slimed, and yeah. then now like you have you a younger have audience on top. That's of that. gonna grow with you. Yeah. That you know that's gonna like keep up with you at, over time. Is just an Oscar doesn't add value to a movie anymore, and it doesn't really add value to an to an actor it mm. only adds value to an actor within that small group you within think, that small you circle think it adds value to actors who have already received that award as opposed to actors who have never received it so, so can you explain what do like, you mean like let's say like I don't know who has an Oscar um, let's say uh, DiCaprio this, you think DiCaprio has an Oscar you see how bad that is if yeah. you don't even know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay let's assume DiCaprio has yeah, okay. I has pre- an I'm pretty Oscar, sure he right? does, but yeah. Okay, so if you got another Oscar, be like, oh shit, another Oscar, right? I feel like people would care more about that than to be like, Juwan got his first Oscar. It was like, okay, and? <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like that's the reaction. Like, he got his first one. It's like, boo. He got his third Oscar. No way. He had three of them? That's no, crazy. I feel like it's the opposite. You really? You think it's more valuable to new to new actors? I feel like it's more valuable to new I actors. I feel like new actors don't give a shit about the Oscars. I think, I think new actors like receiving Oscars because then it validates them within that circle. Uh-huh. It doesn't it's like, validate... oh, you're, you're an actor now. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't validate you to the masses. Like, okay. people who have already liked your acting and liked you, yeah. oh, doesn't, it doesn't matter whether you have an Oscar or not. Mm-hmm. Like, it, no one... 
was like, uh, I don't like Denzel because he's not that good. He doesn't have an Oscar yet. People mm-hmm. liked him. Mm-hmm. You know? Does he have an Oscar? Yeah, he does. Okay. Yeah. Why um, don't you just say him earlier when I was looking for an actor who had Because one? I didn't want to, you know, go like, I w- I just, ne- just needed the dude. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, it validates you within that circle. It's like, it validates... Do you and- think, y- you think okay. m- younger actors are now still seeking validation? I think that has changed with the with the necessity of the Oscars as well. Yeah, they, they, I think they're not seeking they're validation not, because they're getting the masses to validate them, and that's more important because they true. are eventually they are like you said they are. But I mean, like, they, they are the bosses because they are the consumers. They're the one who watches your movie. They're yeah. the one who decides to give you a like on Instagram, to actually give you a follow on Instagram, or a follow on whatever. They're the one that decides to do that. So I feel like that currency is more valuable than the. Um, Acceptance of this inner circle. Problem. I don't think the new actors are seeking validation from the circle. Mm-hmm. I think they're seeking validations from the masses. But that Oscar proves themselves within that circle, and that makes it better because. Do you think you produces... need the Oscar to prove yourself? No, but I'm saying it. It gives you an in mm-hmm. into that world where these big producers and directors are 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 at. That's what. That's all I'm well, saying. When you say big producers, directors, I I think of the 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 sick ones. Yeah, like but they're, the Weinstein's of the world. Like, out yeah, we're too. getting our yeah yeah. Oh, you got an Oscar? Come here, boy. What's up? <laughs> do you want to be? You want to go on my my jet real quick? Want to be? <laughs> want to be a star role? Uh, they're getting fleshed out. So that whole thing is is actually just you know it's you, draining the swamp. So with that article you read about the viewership is that the lowest recorded <laughs> since when? Did they say since when or like of last time? year? Because last of 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 all time, all but right. the last year was fifteen million. You know what's crazy? The Super Bowl this year had 96 viewers. 96 million viewers. <laughs> <laughs> had 96 million viewers, but that was the lowest since 2007. So it's not that long ago. Oh, okay. That was when the Bears and the Colts played, but like nobody wanted to watch okay, that. Then it spiked up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but 96 million viewers is the NFL's lowest since 2007. Yeah. Not of all time. Yeah. So you would think about how people view things because the Super Bowl, Super Bowl viewership is dying, I think. Yeah. I think people just don't care no more. Yeah. Like that much. I feel like the 96 million people who did uh, watch it, half of them were betting on the game. Yeah. And the other half were fans of either team. Yeah. So that's what I... I think as sport betting increases, that's what's going to eat up the viewership. It's because people want to see what their investments are, well, quote unquote investments are. Well, they should yeah. risk how the risks are doing. Yeah. But um, I think that it tells a bigger tale of like television in general. Like, not nah, pe- people aren't watching television television no more. It's. I think it also tells a bigger picture of our economic state okay. because when everyone is when people are doing fine in a financial state, okay, they do they consume more more. Yeah, because they, they're not they're not there grinding. They're not there worried about things and of that nature. So, uh, the year before, the year before, or the year before that, where people were in a better financial state, they could they could take that lax moment. They could take the extra investment of you know what, let's do a football party, let's do yeah. this and that, and it's just the economic state is like people are not really worried about who's gonna win, and more worried about where that check is gonna come from. Um, and also it's just like with movies, with the pandemic, when you learn, when you get that small glimpse in that period, that year of that, I don't need that distraction from 
sports, movies, and all that things. I could just have my life and do what I need to do. Yeah. A lot of people got that brief moment and realize that's that's really what I all I wanted was just to improve my life. I didn't need to constantly um, distract myself from my situation. Oh. Like now, instead of people being distracted and watching other people live out their lives, they're actually taking the steps to live out their own lives. Like there's a whole new wave of people like, you know what? I took up gardening. I, I would was, like to see the, the correlation research. I, I would like, like to see the down spike pre-pandemic of entertainment and stuff and see a scientific table of the increase in personal hobby. hobbies. Yeah. I would like to see how that looks. Because like. I certainly increased in my personal hobbies during that time. Um, and I think that's, I think the people that I'm speaking to also have increased in their personal hobbies or pursue their dreams and things of mm-hmm. that nature. That's interesting. Interesting thought. Hmm. I'll give you a shit about the Oscars. Yeah, me either. Now, about speaking about that war show, Grammys. Give who, a shit about the Grammys. Who man. gives a fuck about the Grammys? Who made another- that song about the Grammys? Is this was Drake's song when he talked about the Grammys. He's like, I feel like a lot of people made a song yeah, about I feel the like, Grammys. I feel like no one's doing that no more. No one's like... Because no one gives a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no one gives a fuck. Is again, is that old? When's the last time you heard Henny in a, in a song? Henny? Like yeah. Hennessy? Yeah. Uh, A minute. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been like all these big like entities that used to be... People used to want to like... It's a change. Yeah, it's gone. It's, it's a change. It's literally a change in, in generational wealth where now these huge, these huge companies that you should have influence in pop culture are dying out because we are we don't have to funnel ourselves through your your market like you had to go through the mark you had to go through the the grammys when you there was when there was no internet Mm. to become something large like oh they want a grammy they must be a good like musician but now you have spotify apple music soundcloud you can get your fan base and your masses behind you without having those entities Pro- uh, proving proving uh, your skills. I think they go hand in hand. Think they I think hand? the same entity that is the Grammys is the same entity that is Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud. Really? Yeah. I feel like if you do to work, if you were to do it truly on your own, you would release music yourself. I mean, with you, you, with the power of the internet, which is let's not say the internet is on, it's not on either side. The internet plays both sides. Mm-hmm. If this was a war, the internet is an arms dealer, and it's dealing to whoever has whoever, money. Yeah, doesn't matter what side you're on, it's dealing to whoever. So I feel like the internet plays both sides. So I feel like if you were to really do it on your own, it would be you and the internet, and then that's how you build. So you're thinking if someone releases their music on Spotify, they're still going through this? They're still doing the old ways. I would say, really, like when like when you would, I be, I think it's I think that the guard hasn't changed. There hasn't been a change of guard yet. I think it's still a lot of like old people thinking like, like how double XL used to be a big deal, mm-hmm. like magazines wise. Like oh they got you got you got your CD reviewed by double XL. You that shit's about to sell week one. It's about to do numbers. Like yeah, how that used to be important. How I think that's the same stride as the Grammys. How they used to be important too. Then I feel like the Grammys have been around for so long, they just don't want to stop. They can't stop. Like now we're we were seen as a the end all, yeah. be all before. And now people aren't seeing us that way. But we've been around for so long, like we don't wanna stop because yeah. it's, it's like, whoa, the Grammy stopped. I feel like people will notice it, 
and that'll look bad for them. Yeah. I feel like if they continue, it's not going to work out for them. If they stop, it's not going to work out for them. So there's, I feel like they're stuck. It, the Grammys itself are stuck in that way. Yeah. It's like not that many, not that many people care about us, but a whole lot of people are going to clown us if we stop. Yeah. And that social capital is important to them. So I feel like labels are in that same realm, like having a music label, like you could be independent or signed to a label. And then that's when you deal with the Taylor Swift's of the world where you're, you're locked up on your masters. Therefore you have to locked up. Won't let her out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so they, ha- and so you have to re-release old songs kind of as new songs, but kind of similar to how it used to be. And yeah. that's how you get trapped. That's an old record label. I feel like an old way, an old age of thinking. Yeah. So I think playing, all those pieces together are still we're still kind of in that truly we're still in the old age of doing things. I feel like there are multiple pieces to the music industry, right? Yeah. But Grammy, it used Grammys used to be the king. I, you wanted a Grammy. You wanted you a Grammy. You wanted the Grammy, but I feel like now people are like I don't need the Grammy. These old The king, Grammy needs me. Yeah. If they want me, if they want viewers, they're getting Bad Bunny to perform. Yes. They're giving him a Grammy for whatever, even if he deserves for it or not. For being Spanish. Yeah. Like, award for being award Spanish. For, for best Puerto Rican superstar goes to <laughs> Bad Bunny. <laughs> you see like, Pitbull like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you no, see what I'm saying? The Grammys now need the artists to stay relevant. But that's, I'm everything has turned its head mm-hmm. from... The old man with the money now, old man's paying exactly. Like, all right, let's think about it. Like, the NBA, okay. right? Before the players had no say of their life. Like the NBA said, you have to wear in a suit. Yeah, you can't have tattoos. Nope, you can't go to the parties. Nope. And then the players are like, we're bringing the audience. Yeah, like we're bringing the crowd. You as the owner or you as the investor, don't do anything. You're not on the court. And they were like, you either have to give us our, 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 we have to give us our liberties, our rights, and good pay yeah. f- for us to continuously bring in this, this, this crowd. And the same thing is happening to actors and and musicians that they're like, yo, it is us that is bringing in yeah. that, that money. So we don't care about you because the money's coming from them, essentially. Yeah. And we're just cutting you out slowly but surely. And everyone's seeing that the old king is not really the king. It's the true piece is the queen that can move around. That's really bringing, that's bringing, bringing, really bringing that fire. Man, really just drop some chess shit. Yeah, bring the chess into this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I feel like the game is changing and it's becoming more of an independent. I don't think anybody's going to go completely independent with no, no Spotify, just like, mm-hmm. you know, just dropping their own music. Yeah. I don't think anybody's going to drop that big until a little bit further on there, I feel like there's going to be somebody who is going to pioneer that route and go Bro, Bad Bunny if you really wanted to be like buy my music at badbunny.com I mean and he could definitely will. try people will I mean people, people said, would people said the same thing about Kanye but Kanye do that did Kanye, try? tr- Kanye tried uh, Jay-Z I don't tried. know <clears throat> see that's what I was I remember we talked about that in our music episode <laughs> yeah, where, yeah. where I was like I feel like it it needs to be all three of them: Beyonce, Jay Z, Kanye. But I'm saying to like, do that, they were they were they really could have they could have pioneered it back then together. But I'm, but now you're saying it takes it's gonna be like so eventually somebody's gonna pioneer. And I feel like now, moving forward, but it definitely you, could be one person to you, do it, not necessarily. You think, and you think that one person 
could be Bad Bunny. You I think that like he's tried, that big? You think like he's that tr- big? If he tried right now, I feel like he has his tour in 2022. I feel like if at the end of the tour he announced, buy my exclusive album you on my website. Because he wouldn't say it in English. <laughs> I go, I go, I go. Buy my exclusive <laughs> album, only available at badbunny.com. Comes with merch. Go buy it. I feel like he could. Ahora. Ahora. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he's big enough, honestly. What? This is the year of Bad Bunny. I don't think he's big enough. This is the year of Bad Bunny. I, don't, I think his fans like him, but I don't think his fans will go, I'm going to get off. No, he's not saying get off of the other platforms. He's saying you can only get this album here. Exactly. I'm saying, I don't and think... I feel like that's all it takes. And then somebody else is going to be like, okay, you can buy my exclusive album off my website. Like NFTs. You heard NFTs? No. They're the, they're the new rage in like the crypto world where it's like art pieces that have value, right? But every, literally anybody, you buy the one, but like literally anybody could copy it from you. Yeah, because there's a quantity of one, quotation marks, but it's an internet thing. You can just easily take it. Like copy it right so like let's say I know some Australians YouTubers sold an NFT of their feet it's just like six feet like there and it's like in a sold for, I don't know how for how much it sold I forgot the number but it was mm-hmm. a, a ridiculous amount but then they were like then they posted on Instagram they're like hey look at our NFT it's like you just lost all the value no you don't because <laughs> you own the original one oh. but you can see it anywhere else like it, it's like you, it's like digital art so what it's confusing as fuck yes it is because how does it but I'm, the only reason why I bring it up is because I feel like it's gonna be that it's gonna be a wave, the the releasing music on your own. But I feel like it'll be a wave, but then it'll stay. Like it won't be like I feel like NFTs are gone yeah. within like eight months from now. You can yeah. quote me on that. Even, even if it's a hot or cold take, I don't care. I feel like they're gone in eight months. And no one's gonna give a shit about them anymore. But I feel like if Bad Bunny at the end of his 2022 tour said, "Buy my exclusive album only on my website," and you might get a T-shirt with it. Who cares, really? Pick, pick and choose. <laughs> I'm loving that agreement. You might get a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Who and cares? I, and I feel like that, boom. Okay, Bad Bunny's doing that. That's looking good for him. Let me try. Yeah. Let me as Beyonce try. Let me as Ariana Grande try. Yeah. As Ash Nico, let me try. Like, all these, like, I feel like medium to high tier artists are going to be like, fuck it, let me try. Yeah. Let me do it. Even... The, the one SoundCloud rapper down the street. Fuck it. Let me try. Like, yeah. I feel like then it doesn't become a one-off thing. Then it's like, okay, this is working. So On then, many levels, low to high, it's working for the Bad Bunnies of the world. It's working for the Beyonce's of the world. It's working for your average SoundCloud rapper you down the block. You put Beyonce above Bad Bunny, right? I think so, yeah. Okay. For now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Beyonce at the end. Of her career. Yeah, and Bad Bunny's approaching the climax. Okay, gotcha. She did. She had an amazing career. Um, yeah. Which even at the end of it, right now, she hasn't really done anything except the like the album she put out because she was on the Lion King, like the yeah. the Disney track that was fucking fire too. Like, yeah, it's a good. Album. It was all good. Like, and she just she her, just her features are ridiculous. Yeah, heat, she doesn't miss. <laughs> doesn't miss <laughs> in the heat of fire. Yeah, doesn't, doesn't miss. miss. Uh, now talking about how that transition of control is going from corporations to individual artists i don't think it's going to individual artists i think it's going to individual artists slash fans okay like now they're like people are feeling so connected to the artist that because it, you it, have it'll a... get so intertwined yeah even though i feel like that connection just be severed like it should be artists fans mm-hmm. like separate because then that creates 
a unrealistic relationship yeah within the fans and the artists because the artist could have a bad day and and somebody could say oh my god hi bad buddy i know you so much like i love you and it's like yeah man yo get the fuck away from me like i'm yeah. just trying to go to the gym i'm trying to vibe over here like can yeah. you just like leave me alone and then boom all of a sudden that fan is devastated because they didn't create that they separation this, they had a different idea in their brain on how that relationship is when it's not like they're not your friend they're you you are somebody they don't even know yeah they don't even know you admire them they don't admire you yeah it's a, it'll be unrealistic to believe that your favorite artist loves you yeah even though say i love all my fans lies <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible they lo- i love all the money <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what it really should be yeah. i love your money yeah but, but that doesn't sell well as opposed to i love my fans yeah the i think only fans should change their narrative from being a sex a sex mm-hmm. thing to actually getting some artists to do mm-hmm. exclusive content on only fans. fans like patreon yeah which i saw a meme about that what do you mean it's like imagine like being like a graffiti artist or like any kind of artist and just be like yo follow my only fans and it's art just imagine it's art like some guy looked offended like where's the porn <laughs> when we're just speaking about uh about medium media we speak on media yeah how has movie movies and theaters been impacted by the pandemic while well, in your life well, your I experience used to, used to frequently go to the movie theaters yeah pre-pandemic I saw 60 movies in 2020. Okay. Before pandemic. When did the pandemic start? Like April? When people started dying. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't remember. Let's say April. Mm-hmm. So from January to April. How many months is that? Four months. There you go. So that means two of those months, <laughs> I went to see movies. <laughs> that had to mean that sixty out of the sixty out of those like one hundred twenty days, I went to see a movie every day. Dang. Yeah. So I was I was in there. I was watching, because the Alamo Draft House they they show older movies too. Like it's not just straight new releases. Yeah. I think it's a great model, a great business model. Like, yeah, we have new releases, but do you want to watch, let's say, the Terminator? Yeah niche audience is gonna go they only need one theater because only one theater is where the people are gonna go yeah do you wanna watch The Shining niche audience niche theater only one theater of people are gonna go yeah yeah they'll play it throughout the week right but it's not taking up their whole it's, market it's not exactly and like they'll they'll have the new Star Wars there the day the day of they'll have it for whatever amount of months it, it circulates but if you can't get tickets to Star Wars, you can see Terminator. Terminator. That so happens to be played on the smaller theater, but it's still there. There's options available. Like it's not always new movies. Yeah. Like there's a lot of new movies that that used to come out every week and then they wouldn't be as good as some of the bigger ones with the bigger budgets and the bigger marketing departments, right? Mm-hmm. But now you've you've effectively get rid of the the okay ones and then you put in something you already know people are going to like. Yeah. And I feel like that's a great business model like okay that movie might be okay may not work well for us but let's play terminator that week let's pay for terminator again one let's play for ram rambo like let's play for they they had a valentine's day thing where it was like it was called galentine's day and they played mean girls they played a bunch of other like kind of like female-based game uh games Games, (laughs) fucking movies (laughs) Uh, 
and it's like okay cool let's, let's i feel like that's an excellent way to like run a movie theater which is an old an older like business model yeah because theaters have been around for so long back when tickets were a dollar like back when they played they were more like plays and musicals as opposed to now all being separated like the stack like cinema separated from theater art separated from music like yeah kind of used to be like intertwined basically like they were all work at the same spot so theaters have been closed for the basically the entire pandemic they're now opening up again a lot of theaters have kind of like panicked in that way remember we we, we heard amc was gonna close oh they haven't i don't know i don't know what happened because you know the game stopped news yeah like that people bought all them all the stocks because they were like nah let's get rid of GameStop like let's close them forever let's yeah. sell off our shit and they're like nope let's buy all this I feel like AMC went through the same thing so I don't know how they're doing off of that like trend of buying their stocks but um they they were like yo we might have to close like a shit ton of stores like we're not avoid, we're not financially stable in that way and it's interesting to hear movie theater companies say that like bigger ones like that have multiple locations in multiple cities like mm-hmm. like like franchises then what were you doing with the money you were charging us anyway? Yeah. What were you doing with the fee that you were charging us? The ticket fee? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. where did that go? What were you doing with the insane popcorn, popcorn prices? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. $10 for popcorn. What were you doing with that money? Yeah. Like, what happened there? The $6 sodas, the $8 water bottles. Straight like, in their pockets. Yeah, like, what were you doing with the $20 box of Skittles? Like, what yeah. were you doing with all? Like, that's obviously an exaggeration, but like, still like, what were you doing with that thousand percent up up mark? Yeah. How are you not able to handle a pandemic, even if it was supposed to last maybe like a month or two? Like you, we still didn't know when the pandemic was going to be over, and it's it's still ongoing. And it's like, what if that would have lasted a month? You would have to close all your stores. Like, are you serious? Two months. After two months, you'd be like, now nah, we're done. We got to close all our stores. Like, it's ridiculous to like the money management of like you're upcharging things you could get outside yeah the theater for for way less yeah and so what is that extra profit going to what was it going to it's those things where it's like you you want the smaller theaters to survive because some some places need them yeah like they're a niche thing they need that llp yeah and i know a lot of small theaters they pivoted from changing their theaters into like conference rooms kind of they deals like yeah they had game nights they would play games on the big movie theater screens and mm-hmm. that, like kind of like an arcade kind of style when it was safe like that's how they used to do their things because they could they had the freedom to yeah but now like aims like big franchises like ah, it's better that we close waste no electricity not even risk it as opposed to maybe let's take a chance on trying to see where we can where else what else we can make money on yeah and so like when big theaters like that close down you don't feel bad you're like mm. eh, whatever it's whatever it's whatever but when it's when it's a small theater in a small town you're like oh no because you know that guy you know the yeah. guy who owns it it's been his fam it's been in his family for three generations he's been giving you free popcorn for a minute yeah exactly because <laughs> you get those kind of relationships down packed those are more impactful to lose and small theaters are still important to the movie industry 
Yeah. Because there may not be an AMC in the middle of fucking Kentucky, but there is a mom and pop movie theater that is still willing to pay your prices, the same franchise prices, to show your movie. Yeah. And without that Kentucky audience, how much are you really making off that movie? Like the little, it's kind of like politicians. Yeah. You want the big states, but then you got to fucking work real hard for the small ones. Just because they're small doesn't mean they're not, they lack value. Yeah, because you got to actually make relations with the individuals. Yeah. And that's how you build a connection with the smaller ones. Because anybody can have a theater in New York, right? It's New York. There's real estate everywhere. Like you can mm-hmm. put a put a theater, a franchise theater anywhere. But what about as, as a movie producing company like Sony's of the world, like things like that it's like alright now we, we want to definitely want our movie in the middle of America we'll definitely charge you lower because you're a smaller like a smaller theater but we, it's you're definitely as important as the big the big AMC's of the world mm-hmm. and so I feel like the losers of this pandemic is definitely the bigger movie theater companies that have multiple locations everywhere but I feel like the, the winners are really the people who consume their movies through these smaller movie theaters because i feel like sure many of them probably could have closed or probably have closed but there's still a couple kicking around that people love to see and i think it's it's the mix of we are passionate about watching movies we love our our small business in our town which is this small theater Mm -hmm. and we just support each other through this as opposed to like the maybe like 10 theaters that are in New York City alone. They're like, ah, oh, I don't give a shit about this one. There's one on 9th. <laughs> like, the, there's one over there. There's one over there. Like, I could go to that one. I don't give a shit if this one closed because there's uh, an influx of them. Did you did you go to small mo- mom and pops? When I did my road trip, I did. How, it's cool. how, was, the, how was the... It's. I went to a drive-in. Yeah, and you have to change the the radio station to watch to hear the movie. And I remember I was watching the wrong movie for like ten minutes. I'm like, yo, these birds aren't saying what they're saying. <laughs> and then I switched it to the right channel. But it it is a different feel. It's like you feel good. Like I just felt good there. I was like, man, welcome. I didn't I didn't mind paying the the upscale prices. You know oh, what I'm okay. saying? Like I was like, I'll pay ten bucks for this. I don't care. It felt like it was going. To the right place, yeah. As opposed to AMC, I'm paying ten bucks for popcorn, and then they had they're like, "Yo, we have to close like sixty percent of our locations because we don't have enough money." Like, yeah. when you when you kind of you see that scale where it's like, if you were spending the ten bucks at a small theater, they're like, "Thank God you were spending ten bucks, and now we could hold, we could pay rent for like six months." Yeah, like like we're like the money management is better. Better, I feel like, and it, it's it divided, makes, it's divided, it's good. Because it's like you're only worrying about one shop, and also like they are charging you heavy prices, but like they didn't close down. Yeah, it's like it's going yeah. where it's needed. It's like hey, we had the money you gave us, and so we're fine. But like these bigger theaters are like, we yeah, we had the money you gave us, and we spent it, and now we're fucked. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Uh, what 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 movies have you seen recently? Recently, uh, I watched Godzilla vs Kong in what theaters. Are your thoughts? It was a fucking amazing movie. Amazing? Like, yeah. I heard I heard like people didn't I, like it. I'm like, what the fuck are you watching Godzilla vs. Kong for? The story? <laughs> you fucking idiot. Bro, the story was whack. I was like, bro, did you not see them fucking fight? Like, yeah. did you, was you not 
yo Kong was getting washed in the ocean, bro. You didn't. You, that wasn't entertaining to you. Yeah. That wasn't. That wasn't good I enough for you. I haven't seen that. I gotta watch. <laughs> it's that. on HBO Max. You have like literally. Oh no, it's gone. It's May. <laughs> no, it, 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 it's it, gone. It's only. It was only there for April. Oh. Yeah. But you see, that's a that's a that's a crazy thing that's happening now. Yeah. That uh, that movies are being released in theaters and on like. HBO Max. HBO Max. <laughs> no, that's and, it. That's it. No, but I'm saying there's other movies that are exclusively come out for Amazon mm-hmm. while they're while they're in theaters, and I'm pretty sure Netflix is gonna also. All the good ones. The all the good ones are Go HBO Max. Max. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a, that's a that's a good that's interesting that's good fun. turn in the market where now producers or whatever the what are they called production companies, production companies are like you know what we can also make money by giving our rights for an exclusive amount of time mm-hmm. on these streaming services and get a lot of eyes on our movies. Disney tried to do that on Disney Plus. Remember when they, was, they were like, watch Mulan for $30. It's like I'm already paying a monthly subscription. Yeah. Like HBO would have been like, yo, watch Godzilla. I think that was in the plans and they were like, oh, Disney fucked up. Let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, Disney can't do it? No. Oh, no, no. <laughs> they can't get away with it? Shit. Yeah. Like, and I'm pretty sure if Disney was to do that for a Star Wars movie too, I don't think they would do that. I don't think it would do that well. Nah, I think they would lose. Yeah, it's like come, I'm already paying a subscription. If I already had Disney Plus for a year, which a lot of people have, yeah. that's way more than thirty dollars. Yeah. Come on, let me get this movie for free, <laughs> bro. It's funny. <laughs> Not even it's free. Like, I'm paying for it essentially. It, I remember seeing a meme and it was like. Bro, you got me to pay for the year, and you want me to pay more money? Did you not forget I used to pirate your shit? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like don't forget where people came from. Like, people would like steal. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, keep going. <laughs> people would uh would basically steal your movie by watching for free. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think it's interesting how theatrical releases, then two weeks later, DVD. And then maybe a month after that, streaming platforms. And mm-hmm. like they used to be the, the old way. And I feel like DVDs are out of the picture. No, I feel like DVDs are still fucking valuable. What? Because I feel like many people, many places, and I say this because I've had interactions with people. My sister loves DVDs, right? And I'm like, why do you get DVDs? She's like, I want to just watch whatever I want whenever I feel like it. I'm like, I don't want to worry if it's on Netflix or if it's on HBO, if it's on Hulu, mm-hmm. if it's on Amazon. Like, it's just like a convenience thing but there's a lot of people I met I was like I saw posts like who who still buys DVDs and it's like one guy was like I buy DVDs because what if all of a sudden the internet crashes tomorrow I mean he and I can't he, and I can't see what the fuck I want to see he's probably a flat earther no a lot of people a lot of people <laughs> I think just worried that like why would I pay for HBO Max when Godzilla vs. Kong is leaving tomorrow yeah like but then, I mean, then that, then that loot. Like, I if I'm paying for this service, I want to have the liberty to watch my favorite movie whenever I want. But I mean, you're not, you're not essentially paying HBO Max for Godzilla. You're paying HBO Max for all the other things that they make exclusively on HBO. No one is and paying then, for HBO Max for the exclusive stuff. People are paying HBO Max. The same people, the same reason why people are paying for Disney Plus. It's like I want this new Marvel shit I want this new Star Wars shit like I want that right mm. and, HBO, and people are paying for HBO Max so like I just want to see the movie theater the movie theater movies like that's all I care about I, I'm, I guess I'm movie. different you like the HBO Max I'm, I'm original series have you watched an HBO Max original series yeah HBO which one HBO original series yeah and it says it's, True it's, Blood. it's planted right on there yeah True but Blood but True Blood is not an HBO Max original 
Name it's, some, name it's, some... it's like saying I watched, I'm watching the exclusive Law and Order shit on HBO Max it's like no <laughs> man Law and Order existed way before HBO Max uh, what's, a, what's a HBO Max excuse? but I purchased you don't know listen, that's why listen, that's why I listen, you don't know I purchased uh, the HBO not even purchased I, I got the HBO <laughs> I got the HBO because I like the content that there's in there and it's also added you like the content that's limited for limited time bro <laughs> <laughs> uh Let's talk about like Friends is an exclusive, but Friends has been is it hop. It's a whore. It hopped from Netflix to to this, this to di- that. Like I have this dilemma with Friends because I saw this video where it's like saying that Friends poached the idea from another sitcom. Oh really? That was released a year later, but we just did it better, bro. <laughs> yeah, <like> Friends <laughs> just built different. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, all right, now we're talking about streaming services. I really want to talk about. Amazon is doing their shit. Mm-hmm. Amazon Prime, I feel like they're really doing their shit. Just like how you say it's a really good um model for like for AMC to do mm-hmm. little small shows. Amazon is purchasing franchises and building them up to compete with Disney, Marvel, and HBO. Because HBO has DC and and Amazon is purchasing Image Comics. That's the invincible that they have right now. That's that's boys. That's Spawn. That's people dark. People care about the boys? People care about the boys. You think so? I think... You think it's like... There's more to come or that... There's more to come. The, there's... Because that's... Because I don't image, shit about the boys. Image, image comics... Not as much as I like, care it's about... A, it's a whole... It's a whole universe that hasn't been fleshed out in the in the big screen. Mm-hmm. So they have... Uh, like what? I just told you Spawn. Yeah, yeah. Well, Spawn I mean, is Spawn huge. is the only one that I, I've heard of on a grander but, level. Okay, but I'm saying like... That like on like a level like Spider-Man, Batman, like... Iron Man, like yeah, Teenage Mutant so. Ninja Turtles. That's Image Comics. I was about to ask you, like, where the fuck is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from? I was <laughs> literally about to ask you because I was like, is that a different part? Like, no, is that somebody else? That's like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's. I feel like that's a big one. That's is also that's a that's not a good one to do. It hasn't done well in live what action. Maybe an animated series, but like, saying, the, like but Invincible. If, like, if Amazon keeps going down this the route, that they're, they're going doing, to yeah, they're yeah, going sure. good. I'm, but I feel right. like. Ninja Turtles is last on the list. Yeah, last on the list because that's a that's a heavy hitter. It's like a Justice League for the for the. Not even is because how fucking they shitted on the live action version of it. Yeah, they were like, let's let let's let people forget about it for a little bit. Again, is I don't think Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a live action type of thing. I think it's an animated one. Okay. Um. There's also Darkness. There's Invincible, which is going to be, where they're building it up to be like a, almost like a DC Universe Marvels type of, uh, hard hitters. So there's gonna be uh, different shows in the same universe being produced. Yeah, because they they have other they have Hercules, they have Bricks, they have Guardians of the Globe, they have a bunch of other other hard. Guardians of the Globe sounds like a Guardians of the Galaxy ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> That's is it? Image basically was the third party to DC and Marvel, which was making fun of the tropes that DC and Marvel were ma- were doing. It's like so. Invincible is making fun of the trope that Superman doesn't kill people, even though he smashes people through buildings. Yeah. And whenever they do that, Invincible, whether in the comics or the show, they're like, "Yo, there's huge amount of people who are dying when those buildings collapse because no one could be alarmed. Like you have to evacuate that quickly when Superman is fighting somebody. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're like making fun of those tropes, and Boys does that too, where they like superheroes are not gonna be like good guys all the time. Yeah. They are going to be money hungry. They're going to be like. Star Truck. 
so Amazon is building this building this franchise, and not also not only Image Comics, but they're also going into Tom Clancy's yeah. to compete with 007, the James Bond franchise, the Mission Impossible franchise. They are building this universe so that they so they can the Amazon Prime verse, yes, versus the, the D- HBO Max verse, yeah, which is the DC and then Disney. Marvel and Marvel with with uh, Disney. And I think that's just a smart move. Instead of trying to go, oh, let's just buy DC a little. Let's just they're mm-hmm. like, nah, let's build uh, this universe that's really good. Yeah. That's in this niche market where people want adult like superhero like stuff, just like with um Star Wars with mm-hmm. the adult mature nature. Yeah. They're just going to build that up, and I just want to applaud uh, Amazon on that because they're doing a smart move. Shout out to Amazon. You do nothing wrong. Yeah. Nothing wrong, Amazon. Shout out to you. <laughs> Shout out to Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I forgot who he was. The king of Amazon. Amazon does nothing wrong. Uh, that's That was pretty my like my highlight. That was my heart. That was like my heart. Yeah, proud of, proud of uh, Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Have you watched any movies lately? No. No? I haven't watched any movies lately. I've been watching shows who have that have like movie production level. Mm. Zero zero zero. Amazing. Amazing. That's on Amazon? Yeah, it's on Amazon. You also have them. That's on Amazon. Mm. Amazing show. Oh, the last movie that I've seen is (sighs) Freak, what's the name? Dang, I forgot the name, but it's with they're portraying the meeting between Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, and um Damn, I don't even know what that is, but that sounds like a serious movie. It's really good. And I forgot the other two guys. <clears throat> that just name. goes to show your different movie taste. The last movie I saw before that was Mortal Kombat. Which apparently a lot of people didn't like the main character because it was a new character. Uh, I didn't really mind it. What? I'm not saying it. Oh, I'm just smiling. Just look at me, bro. Look at me like I'm some kind of snob. No, I'm just smiling. Go ahead. So, I mean, I liked it. Uh, the story was pretty okay. Um, I have this gift of kind of like guessing where the movies could go, mm-hmm. and um, I kind of did that in the movie theater. I was like, I was with Christian and my sister. I was like, Yo, I bet you this this happens, and then it immediately happened afterward. And I was like, Oh, nice. It's a blessing. Yeah, and I did it with the plot of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Also figured out that the director of that movie, Tarantino, has a foot fetish. I was like, I bet you this guy has a foot fetish because why is the feet so, <laughs> so like in front of your face? Yeah. And then he was like, Yeah, he actually does. I was like, No way, really? So that was interesting to learn, like while watching that movie. Um, I I recently watched the movie uh, Two Strangers, Two Distant Strangers. Mm-hmm. It's been given whatever award. Me personally, like you, you made a hot take not too long ago. I didn't like the movie. Mm-hmm. It was just Joey Badass. Just there wasn't any good acting. Okay. Uh, the police officer. There wasn't any good. It was a good plot. Like it was, it was good on paper, but yeah. it didn't execute. Yeah, for me, I was just okay. like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's it. I just I haven't just watched like, it. Yeah. I haven't watched it. Uh, sorry, I, I don't mean to influence your opinion. No, 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 no. But I don't know. I saw the snippet on TikTok. It was like going in a circle in a circle, and I was like, oh, that looks cool. Yeah. The sixty seconds that I watched it though, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know how I didn't know how it would translate on the sc- on the on the on big, big screen. screen. Yeah, Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Uh, we were watching the Scream uh, TV MTV series. Yeah. And um, um, Harvey Weinstein's name pops up, and I remember pointing out to you, I was like, "Yo, that's why there hasn't been a reboot for Scream." Oh for yeah, a long he time it. because he, he owns, owns it. it. I feel like I think there was a, a reboot coming in 2022, finally. But um, yeah, those I love the Scream movies because they make fun of slasher movies yeah. while being a slasher movie, and I and I like how they do that I feel like it was one of the pioneers in making fun of yourself and being it, meta yeah and so I can really appreciate that it's like the one of the characters from the first movie is explaining how you could survive in a horror movie while mm-hmm. being in a horror movie while doing those things he said not to he, do no that that you can that you should do oh, he's okay. doing those things and he lives until the second movie uh, and it's hilarious he's like yo man that guy really set the rules to explain to the audience what's gonna happen but then followed it in the movie himself and made it to the second movie so I think that's pretty cool. That's dope. I'm so, excited for the new one. I'm, well, I'm excited too. Have you seen the first three? Uh, yes, but it's not like ingrained in my mind. Mm-hmm. It's just like yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, those are those are sick. Apparently, there's a fourth one. There's a Scream Four. Mm-hmm. That's not on HBO Max. So I was like, what the fuck, bro? Why don't you just put it on HBO Max? Yeah. So I, th- I think I'm gonna um probably buy that just to watch it. Because I'm I'm on the same boat as my sister, but except I don't have DVDs. I just buy movies I like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like on like Amazon Prime, like on the app. I just be like, all right, purchase. Like I saw Spiraling, that's the, no, it? it was Jigsaw. Jigsaw is the okay. like, the reboot of Saw. So I bought that movie, and so I could watch it with my sister. And I was like, oh, this is this was a pretty good movie. Like I liked it, but probably because I just finished seeing the first seven, <laughs> and I was like, oh, this all this all makes sense. It's all fresh in my mind, but I, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I can't I can't. Imagine. See myself enjoying it if I hadn't watched Saw for like the seven or eight years that it took to make that one. I couldn't see myself enjoying it like that. I get you. Yeah. It's just like when I'm watching a series and I watch the first seven seasons yeah. and then a year passes by and I watch season eight, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. <laughs> I felt that way with The Walking Dead. A lot of people were like, oh God, the break from four to five sucked ass or six to seven sucked ass. And I was yeah. like, I remember sitting there watching like all eight seasons yeah. at the time in a row and I was like oh shit this is all cool cause I didn't have to wait like the nine months that it took to produce right. another season and then let it all drain out of your head yeah. cause you're not gonna really keep all that information yeah. no I remember I was remembering season one details in season four and I was like oh shit they went back to season one for this shit like oh fuck <laughs> like, like shit like that so I think I have a different like w- the way I consume media is different too cause I would wait like years before I watch something yeah I know you took you still haven't even watched Wanda no, I haven't. I've yeah. only watched the episodes I've watched with you and your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to watch Wanda when they make a new Marvel movie. Yeah, I'm like, I need Shit needs to make sense. <laughs> <laughs> that was this week's episode of Out of Talk. We talked a lot about music, TV, movie, and everything in between. I'm Fernando. Well, does it done. Keep doing your shit, Amazon. I'll see Keep you next doing week. your shit. I'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. This is.